Gate 14 podcast and fellas, I hate Safeco Field and I hate everything to do with the Seattle Mariners. Uh Avery, what's up, buddy? How are you doing? How you how was your weekend? Uh good. Playoffs. We uh didn't win. Clearly playoffs. not good because you're on the pod. You guys lost, right? Yeah. Yeah, we lost. Um, congrats to Great Lakes for winning. Really good. Finish fourth, I think. That's 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 bad. How many teams are there? Six. Uh, no, eight at least. <laughs> no, ten. Oh, wow. Fourth, pl- we're sell- fourth place. That's that can't be happening, Eve. No, right? We, we blew a lead with some bad defense in our last game. Should have been third at least. Were you guys um, the dogs going in or what? Yeah, we were the high. Like we just had a bad regular season. We were a good team, but just found ways to lose a lot of games. Um, <laughs> found way every weekend it was something new, but no. Uh, shout out to all those guys going to school. Fun year. Happy to be back uh, on the field, man. Keep you around the game. It would be nice if Johnny could give back to the people, but he does that through this podcast. Could it, yeah, that's exactly how I do it with the live streams, with everything. JR, how are you doing, man? Because obviously these games are in your time zone. We're 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 tapping into the JR time zone now. So uh what's it like to just kind of get that normal feel? Seven o'clock, seven oh seven start, one o'clock start on weekends. Like, how does that feel? Nice, to be honest. It's it's very nice because usually like the games will they're so early here that you just almost like, oh fuck, like they're in the third inning or fourth inning. Uh the game Saturday. They like it was actually like extremely early here. I was like planning on like watching, and it's like, oh, we're already in the third inning on Twitter. And I was yeah. like, fuck, because it was at one. Um, what were you but, doing yesterday at one o'clock? Yeah, what the fuck were you doing? I was, I think I was at the gym or something, and I was like, wait, the game's on like right now. <laughs> uh, but. What but gym the, are you working out at? You topped into the American LA roots? Fitness. No, no. The LA cheapest, Fitness one in Rome, right? Cheapest gym I could find down here. <laughs> that's that's what I'm looking for. LA but. Fitness in LA. That's oh, yeah, just that. you're topping in, man. There goes that man. Uh yeah, no, it's it have was you a found love week. yet, Jer? I have not found love. No. You haven't even talked, you haven't talked to any girls like this, like the bench warmer scene. Never talked to a girl. <laughs> It's literally the bench warmer scene. Have you so have you been dialed in, or where are we at here? Like you've you, you've been trying, you're trying to you actively trying to find love, or you're just waiting for love to find you. I'm waiting for love to find me. Okay, that's what I'm waiting for. So I can get behind that. Are I'm you in going? The same are boat. you going out though? Like are? Yeah, like what do you do? You don't post anything, so I just don't know what you're doing. <laughs> and he doesn't. Like, are you talk going out or like? There's like. I don't know. It's not, I was gonna go see. I was gonna go to San Diego this weekend, but uh, to see Sandy actually. But uh, you weren't in the right tax bracket to get into the races. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, the races were the Friday, but uh, but no, there's just some something came up, and yeah, it's, yeah, date night that, came up. It is <laughs> the fact the fact that you live by yourself is insane i would be throwing out bat signals like it's nobody's business if i did that so it's credit to you for just being married to the grind of work i do respect that but uh speaking about the weekend man i mean fuck i uh, is it just the older you get and i heard like once you get in your 30s maybe yj's help me out on this 
you, the hangover is it different? But I, my body just can't react to hangovers anymore. Like today, mean, like, I feel like shit. To. Oh, <laughs> I, I feel terrible. Before, I used to just bounce back after hangover and just start buzzing again. I don't know what it is. Yeah, and maybe I, I it's the vodka Red Bulls. Hungover. That was yeah. My it's just, it's just now. Well, you were so motivated when you're younger. You're just like. But I'm you know, more, Somebody argue I'm more motivated now. <laughs> you may be more motivated. Toronto's out every weekend. You may actually. You are. You went into a phase of. Ugh, it's like your Johnny Toronto phase. I thought was going to be a little earlier in your career, but now you're just. Well, I was wiped up. Right, Ave. It kind of just turned. I was switch. wiped up though for four years. I, I yeah, couldn't, but, but I couldn't be Johnny Toronto. Up, I think you weren't. You weren't Johnny Toronto. For like the first month of not being it, it wasn't up. summer. That's it yeah, it wasn't summer. summer. Now I'm sure. dialing into the summers. Listen, I, I haven't tapped into brunch stuff with Alto and those guys. They do brunch <laughs> on Sunday at like Ruby Soho or some shit. I haven't tapped into that yet. But bottomless uh, mimosas? Is that what you're yeah, doing? I don't I, think I you're just, a Ruby Soho do. brunch guy. I'll give you're you not I, a I like, Sunday, you're not a Sunday booze type guy. See, because I, I, I like to get back to Guelph workout. Go watch the Jays game, maybe stream it. I can't be doing brunch on Sundays. I just I don't have that in me. I, we I don't have, have a buddy me. who would like when we would stay over at his place, he would ask to go to breakfast every time. I was like, <laughs> yeah. nope, I'm leaving as soon as I wake up every time. I just I, there's no reason to stick around when's, the city. When when's the last there. time uh, Shen Pop has been in the city? Maybe last time he's been in the city is when I went in the city. No, he was there Tuesday with Musgrove. Yeah, like boozing in the city. Oh, okay, yeah. I he mean, like okay. we've seen I don't some performances enjoy, I don't from have, like, Shen. I don't have my own place. I don't. Who cares? What the fuck? It, it's better you don't have your own place. Because then you could just go the fuck home and not like you're living in a college no, residence sure. with all your buddies. But then I'm just like staying at some random person's spot. So Who not cares? A... Yeah. Chad, no you could Uber home. He's talking like he's just he's sleeping beside Shen, the come person on in now. the bed. Don't make that excuse now. That's a terrible. That is a catastrophic <laughs> dog shit ass. If excuse. I had my own place, you know, I, you know, you could call up. Coach. Oh, so you mean if you, you if know you had you to spend twenty five hundred dollars a month, you'd rather do that than just have to stay at just go Friday Saturday then go home and not have to worry about paying yeah. twenty five hundred dollars and run a month. Well, yeah. now I'm finally done baseball season, so like I have. Okay, I, there we go. I have my weekends back. I can so do you'll, this. You'll, you'll, you'll be tapping in. I respect that. But yeah, speaking about the weekend, I went back. Verbal meme, uh, the LeBron move shooting. I was at Dog and Bear this weekend again. Uh, <laughs> just just running it back. The, the old same You love thing. that place, man. Well, we were supposed to go to this other place. And uh, I think I forgot what it's called. Spaghetti Disco or something like that. And they were <laughs> like. wine disco. No, no, no. no, no there's, another, there's another one called Spaghetti Disco. These names are just getting They're out insane. of hand. And yeah, so they were like, uh, yeah, we don't. We, you have to do like, we don't. We're not taking walk-ins. Like, what the fuck do you mean you're not taking walk-ins? There's no one in here. And they're like, you have to, you have to be like, have a reservation. So we just walked to Dog and Bear, just the classic LeBron meme. And I put on a clinic there, obviously, as well. And I'll tell you a little funny story. So we were, we left at like two. And uh, Alto and us were like going in the Uber and stuff like that. And the Uber was full. So good guy Johnny was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll walk home alone. 47 minute walk <laughs> solo, uh, drunk as shit at 2 10 a.m. Johnny Juta just parading the streets solo of Toronto, navigating from Dog and Bear to Spadina, where Alto lives. 47 minute walk. It was the most absurd thing. And to make it even worse, I don't know what I clicked when I got into Alto's house because I had the key. I 
I get in the building. I don't, maybe it wasn't just me. Maybe they just always do this. There was no power on in the house, in the condo. I don't know if they turned off the breaker or there's a button that someone clicked or maybe drunk Johnny clicked. I get in there and I am so fucked up. Like it's past the pulling trig phase fucked up. So I'm like, I got to take a shower. The light doesn't turn on in the bathroom. So I take a shower in Curtis's bathroom in the dark, just blackout in the dark with my iPhone flashlight pointed up to the sky so I could see me take a shower. And I just dry off half a second, just jump into bed. It starts spinning and I just pass the fuck out. Um, it was no just wonder you, felt you showered the next day. Is that a I, thing? Dude, I, that's like, like I said, verbal meme again, the LeBron thing. I always shower at the end of the night when I'm fucked up, no matter what time it is. And I always have Curtis's room because he's never there. So I just slept in Curtis's bed, showered there in his shower. I've had my own towel waiting there at his fucking place. I leave my towel there. I have my tooth, everything down there. It's like I fucking. You're their other roommate, which is crazy. Yeah, but I just left that there and all that type of stuff. But we also went to the park, Trinity, not Trinity Bellwoods. It's near the water. And I got to say this. I got to address something. I will never understand people that like willingly walk around in public barefoot. No matter what the setting is, like walk around in the grass at a park barefoot. What? Or, or you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I've that's totally, disgusting. Totally. I, maybe I'm just a, I'm just a like I hate feet, but am I in the minority with this that it's just disgusting that like people that just walk around barefoot and their feet are just pitch black? Well, would disgusting. you say? Would you say though then it would be? Would the beach be disgusting then? Barefoot? Yes. Walk around really? flip flops. <laughs> You're great. There's a, it's a great feeling walking in grass barefoot. No, I can't do it. I can't. I can't do rounding, Johnny. You need to like tap in because the best rounds of golf you can ever play is when you're at like a destination shoes off golf. Like okay, that, that, that you wouldn't might do be that though, Johnny. You, that though, would go against everything you. What you I'm preach. saying is though is like sensory I, overload. People that walk around barefoot and their feet are just pitch black is disgusting. But that only happens on like concrete, man. No, it yeah. doesn't. It happens on grass too. How do your feet? How does your feet get black the, from the dirt? Yeah, I don't know. I, he's not wrong, Abe. The parks are kind of. I don't are know if I've ever. It's not the grass. best grass you ever see. It's disgusting. Maybe I'm I would minority. never take off my socks just to walk around barefoot. And like, some guy, you know, so I'm some the guy, I love some it. guy tried to be an absolute fucking beauty at the bar last night. Comes up to me, asks me for a piece. So he's talking to these two girls that I'm with. So he's like trying to wheel them, and they're like, whatever, like fuck off. Good guy, and, Johnny. And, and they weasel him for a drink or whatever. And then he comes up. He's like, holy shit. He's like, can I get a picture with you? So he asked me for a picture. He's like, started saying gate 14. He sends it to his baseball fantasy group chat. And these, and then the girls start coming back and they're like, oh, you know him from the podcast. And then he just tried to go full beauty mode. He's like, oh no, I have no idea who this is. I was like, motherfucker, you just took a picture with me. You just asked me for a picture and said gate 14. And now you're trying to be a beauty because my friends are here. I was like, you motherfucker. I, it would have been the greatest tire pump ever having that guy say to the girls, yeah, I fucking love this guy. I fucking love this guy. Little little did this little rat. Now, I hope he's listening. Little six foot five motherfucker. I little six foot six five. five. <laughs> he's the tallest human being I ever in my life. So I didn't really you say gotta stay, to You got to get away from that real quick with yeah, the ladies around. It was, it was, you saw one of my pals, though, too, did you? Yeah, know? I saw Ethan Cummins there. I, I was fucked up. There's the, Like, I, I was absolutely just shit. I out. get a text message from Ethan Cummins at 3.50 this morning. <laughs> He goes, I bought your ticket. That was the only text I got from him. I was like, what do you mean, man? <laughs> what, did, what did he mean? 
Uh, he just he wants me to come to a Jays game with him this week. <laughs> I bought your ticket. Yeah, no, he's the best man. That's There's the most like cryptic a, text like message like ever yet. It's just a crew of people that I go out with. It's so fucking funny, man. I, you gotta I just, bring Shenye because I'm in. I'm not even there, and I'm just like you get phone. Where are the Where are the Shenye stories? Right, Dude, it's, you know. Uh, where are the, <laughs> it's so tuned down, man. I've. Maybe I need to get back out there and just let Shenyang it go. Gotta get back out there, dude. Man. It's so fun, bro. Like, there's some great stories of Shenyang, and it's just the best part about it is, is like what I was saying earlier. You don't have you don't have the headache of like having to pay a shit ton of money for run in Toronto. You just go there for a night <laughs> or two, and then you just go the fuck back to just civilization, where you're not just stuck in the slums of Toronto, just having to spend like thirty dollars for two drinks. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you, you enjoy it. It's like you splurge, uh-huh. you come home. Is Shenye it a long picks drive spots, home? Though. Sure. It's a long Shenye, drive. Shenye will pick his spots. He's yes. fine. I mean, we get, if scared. we go out to the George, it's a different story. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm not, I don't give a fuck about that. But yeah, anyways, though, it was a great weekend. Obviously, that wise, I had a fun time. And by the way, there's a video out there of me just throwing an absolute dime to Alto on the on the run. You saw that video, Avery. That, that those people at the park probably fucking thought you guys were the biggest fucking losers. No, 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 no. Th- those were the people we were with. We had like a group oh, of thirty. Shit. Everyone, I everyone, they everyone were just there was random. with us. Yeah, we were throwing around the baseball, and I'll tell you what, my shoulders fucked. I actually it's like hanging today. I can't throw a baseball anymore. Like I, I mean, don't know what it is. I never could originally, but now I just can't throw a baseball at all. It's fucking and it's terrible, dude. That's three people with three arm injuries on this podcast though. yeah yeah we would have made a pro if we didn't. little injury you broke your elbow who me yeah oh yeah that i don't even johnny knows that story i like fucking destroyed my elbow i have a chronic like fracture and i like uh tore a muscle that like took off a piece of bone that's see i've never had an injury like that besides it was like a partial tear though so like it didn't need surgery, but like, yeah, my shoulder like pops out when I'm working out and I just pop it back in. Not great. But uh, anyways, <laughs> going into this weekend, man, um, I hate T-Mobile, mobile. I don't know how to say it. I, I don't know how to say T- it. Mobile? It's pretty easily. It's a company, it's easy. John. It's, it's T-Mobile. It's right? T-Mobile or T-Mobile? Oh, oh JR's saying it's easy, but he's pronouncing it how I'm pronouncing it. T-Mobile. It's like tomato, tomato. You can say it either way. T-Mobile. Okay. Well, I was getting roasted in my co- in the comments for calling it T-Mobile. T-Mobile Park. Okay. Yes. Oh I shit. Maybe I am. I hate wrong. this goddamn stadium. I hate playing that goddamn team. Cal Raleigh turns into a young Babe Ruth when he faces mm-hmm. the Toronto Blue Jays. It's sickening. It is a like I. That's the name of this episode. T-Mobile Terrors. I hate. I hate mm-hmm. play. I hate when the Jays play there. I hate when the Jays play the Mariners. It's just always heartbreak, Avery. It's always PTSD heartbreak every time. What is the? What are they like? Two and eleven. Two and eleven. <laughs> you guys, you guys got like we might have to go next year to prove a point. No I... memes goes every time. Meme, and he... Memes is our extension of the podcast. Exactly. Yeah, he, people are taking pictures our... with him. Someone sent me a picture with him. Really? Uh, yeah, via our DMs. Uh, <laughs> but it the... just. Memes is one in five the last two years going to game. He should he should be literally like yeah, on he should the be blacklist, banned. like never him and BK. I'm pretty game. sure BK's uh one in five as well this year going to Jay's games. He was there when they got swept, I think, at home. Um yeah, no, listen, I, I don't know what it is, dude. I really don't like when they play at, at T Mobile Park, John Schneider just turns into like his brain yeah. turns into soup. I, I genuinely don't know. Like we well, just go did game by think, game. Did you ever think of John Schneider just get like Gets a little tired because it's West Coast time. 
Maybe. Yeah, he's he's used to his body's like ah, come it's on, 10 o'clock. Dave. his body's like it's 10 o'clock. Why am I managing right now? Like I thought 100%. the game like yeah. But I'll tell you what though, these decisions that he was making were embarrassing. That's I so bad. Embarrassing. The Friday one, let's go game by game here. By the way, you say Kikuchi, <laughs> the haters are sick. <laughs> three is ERA's in the threes now, Avery. His Sierra, like I said, hand up. I don't know what that means. It's 399, which is good, I'm assuming, because yeah. that's what the Twitter pundits were saying or whatever Blue Jays' dad says. <laughs> um, yeah, Yusei Kikuchi shoved against his former team. Got yanked a little bit too early, and I know he's facing Teo, who's two for two. You have a lead, though. I, I, Yusei was pretty mad. I mean, that's not a good sign. That's not a good look no, when you're a pitcher. like four straight starts. He's been pulled earlier than he's thought. But you'll always think that as a competitor, right? Yeah. Um, you'll never want to be taken out when things are going well, too. Mm-hmm. And feels like you give some other guys. Like, Alec Manoa seems to have more leash than Kikuchi does. Which is which crazy. For this year, is obviously crazy. Yeah. I just don't get it because, like, <laughs> Kikuchi was dialed, man. I mean, Avery, I, I know you, you, you broke this down a couple of weeks ago, but his curveball is absurd right now. Yeah, like... Yeah. Does he have, is that like the, obviously is that his best pitch or most efficient pitch? Because it just on Friday, it was unhittable. What was the swings and misses on it, Avery, on Friday? So he had eight swings, five whiffs. Really? On the curveball? 63%. Yeah. Wow. Dude, that's. It's really good. That's really good, Matt. Zone contact percentage of only 50%. So it's been really good. Kind of changed things for him as well. Mm-hmm. And he mixed in a little changeup as well. So he's throwing the curveball more than the slider, but having them both seem to be working well for him to work off one and one another. But I was talking about this with Blake uh, when I was on uh, Blue Jays talk because he brought this up. Uh, moving Kikuchi to the pen if the Jays get an arm. I feel like Kikuchi has earned himself a starting role, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Even like, how, how how do you justify moving, in my opinion, one of the most consistent starters on the team right now to the bullpen? Like, how does that make sense? It, it doesn't. But the only way you think that is because he was successful in the bullpen last year. Um, if last year didn't happen, I don't think it would be as easy because he was able to, like, get his velo up to, like, what, 98, 98. 99 yeah. out of the pen last year. Um, got some really good swing and miss stuff when he went back to the pen and was a one-inning guy. Um, I think it was kind of unfair how this season has gone for him to be put into that conversation when Manoa's probably the more likely to go there. But the Jays have a good year. problem, though, man. Manoa's slider today was incredible. I know, obviously, we're going to go break that down later, but the starting pitching has been so good for this team where I don't think it's a massive area of need to pick up a Jack Flaherty or, like, sacrifice i'm not prospect hugging but just sacrificing prospects for a rental like jack flaherty or lucas giolito or these type of guys you know what i'm saying like th- that's not an area of need as a starting pitching right i mean unless you're getting a clear upgrade it doesn't make sense to part ways with prospects right now like marcus stroman would be an upgrade obviously i mean that guy is like a 2-9 i think era but like a jack flaherty does that move the needle for you like i, I don't think it does for me i don't think jack flaherty does that for me i really I'm not don't really tapped into cardinals baseball except when we make fun of landon for them yeah being like really yeah, really bad shit. yeah um but i haven't been a jack flaherty fan i forget why i don't like him but there's you just hate one, him because he called himself the batman year. or something like that no i think there was just one year in fantasy baseball i just didn't think he was gonna be good and then 
he continued to just shit down his leg for a little bit and get injured. Um, but, but we okay. saw that we saw the one horrible Jack Flaherty start to start the year, and I've just yeah never thought of him again. Recency bias, even though it's not recent. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about though the managerial decisions from John Schneider because listen, that Friday game, man. I'm trying to wrap my head around like what was the most frustrating game of the weekend, Friday, Saturday. I think Friday. it's obviously Saturday, right? Because they have the lead and Nate Virgin Boy, Nate Pearson gives up a million. Um, the Friday game, though, like, listen, you got bases loaded. Taylor Saucedo is on the mound, who's a ground ball heavy pitcher, 60% ground balls. And you pinch hit Alejandro Kirk when the guy who just raked off of, and I'm not saying this, he's my guy. Pinch hitting Lupo there makes the most sense. Like, am I taking crazy pills because I'm biased? Like, you pinch hit Kirk, who's a ground ball contact hitter, against a ground ball pitcher who hits into a double play immediately. Like, I don't get that. I don't understand the thought process with John Schneider there. Like, Lupo is here for a reason. He's the lefty guy. Why would you not let the lefty guy eat? I don't get that, Avery. I don't. Um yeah, and even if he's the lefty guy, he definitely has more sprint speed than Kirk does. So <laughs> if you're you're worried about that, I I think that's where you have to go. And then again, today they didn't use him. Um, kind of makes sense because there's the Danny Jansen injury. It wasn't just a pinch hit situation. Yeah, but again, yeah, it, it was a weird decision. I didn't love his uh, explanation as to why he used Kirk too. Yeah, like it's yeah, like it, it was, was like a, a high school coach answer. Like Kirk has been a guy for us. No disrespect. Kirk hasn't been a guy for over a year for this team, okay? Before the All-Star break of last year, that was when he was a guy. You justifying it by saying, oh, Kirk's been a guy for us, this, that, he's our guy, he's a guy. He hasn't. He's not a guy. He doesn't hit well off lefties. He has a 600 OPS against lefties. Why are you justifying this with these stupid, just, like, these stupid filler words, like a guy or all that type of stuff when Luplo is on the bench who has success over lefties? It just... It's not an analytical decision, clearly. It's just John Schneider and maybe Ross not being on the same page. I don't get it. I really don't. Uh, I, it, Ross had no input no. on that. Schneider <laughs> just makes, like, it's actually very, I think this might be the, like, obviously we talked a lot about Charlie's decisions, but, like, we're talking, like, it feels like this entire year, there's been so many, like, controversial slash, like, John Schneider isn't the guy. And then going back to last playoffs, like, this is like, I mean, this isn't good. I mean, like, you bring up Luplo, who is like a lefty specialist. He's been fucking raking in AAA. He has a great game when you put him in the lineup and you don't put him in. I mean, it's like, I remember someone said, like, he likes playing his guys, but like, dude, like, you need to start playing the bench a little more when there's guys struggling. Like that, that is just like, I mean, he's not even letting Luplo get comfortable. And this is what happened last time when he was up. He just threw him against McClanahan after a, a 12 game break. Like it, it's just like, it, it's the perfect time to get him in. If you're looking for an excuse to get him in, it's like, it couldn't have been more. Like if he's not going to use him in that spot, he's never going to use Luplo unless he starts a game. So dumb. He'll probably start Tuesday against Julio Urias or whatever, Mm -hmm. Urias or something, whatever. I'm going to butcher that pronunciation again. But that Friday game, man, another thing that John Schneider that I don't get is, is like the throwing of Jordan Romano in non-save situations when he clearly isn't good in it. And I know it doesn't like the numbers are there for, I know baseball wise, it doesn't make sense. He's still throwing in the ninth inning, but I don't know what it is. 
But this guy just cannot throw in a non-save situation. It feels like every single fucking time this guy pitches in a non-save situation, he blows it. It's mm-hmm. insane. I can't believe how crazy it is. And I know he's a great closer, obviously. Leads the league in saves, or I think I think he's up there. But it's wild to me how bad this guy is with runners in scoring position. Or sorry, in, in tie baseball games, Avery. Yeah, again, I, I came up. I said the thing before where I think it's just weird variance. It does it doesn't make sense that he's not good in on safe situations. It's the same. Sorry, it is not the same. Like the game's not over if he gets three outs, you still got to go. But he's throwing the same pitches. Definitely kind of same mindset. He goes through like a rigorous in game, um, like I forget the word I'm trying to say here. But sorry, routine. He has a rigorous like in-game routine. He's ready to pitch in these times. I think it's just weird the way things have worked out. And as a fan, every time a non-safe situation, he's done horribly. So, <laughs> like, why, as a manager, how, why would you not go to what you think is your best player when you need him most every time? Like, if if he was up there and John Schneider said, yeah, we didn't use Jordy, be, and we put in... Uh, Trevor Richards. We put in Bowden Francis, because, yeah, he's just... He's just not that good in non-save situations. He'd be like, "That's the dumbest thing I've ever have ever heard." Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. I just like you have good guys in the bullpen. Like a Trevor Richards would have been fine there. Like a guy that you could trust. But it being Teo, man, it just made it hurt so much more seeing Teo do that against us, man. I don't, Thank I don't God know. the ball didn't get out of the yard. Oh, if I would have left the yard, I would have been. I would have been in hell. I mean, that Friday beer stream, I would have been. By the way, shout out to the Cam uh, Cameron for just donating like $150. <laughs> just he kept donating money. It was insane. So shout I out hope, to you for that. Yeah, hopefully he was okay waking up the next morning. Check yeah, because our listeners get after it with us too on those things. It is funny. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, that Friday game was catastrophic, embarrassing, terrible from John Schneider. Decisions, terrible, everything. And just when you thought it couldn't get any worse, Avery, the Saturday game, Jays go down early. Kevin Gossman just giving up solo bomb after solo bomb after solo bomb. And our king, Brandon Belt, or I think it was it was Kevin Kiermaier who starts it. He hits the first home run of the of the inning. Yeah. And then you see Vladdy and Brandon Belt just follow suit. It was a home run parade that inning. And I got my joy back for a little bit there. I'll be honest with you. Seeing the Blue Jays of the long ball. By the way, this weekend series was fucked. There was home runs that were 93 mile an hour exit velos, Avery. Like that Kevin Kiermaier one was a 93.1 mile an hour exit velo, and it went out of the state. It went out of the park. It was a home, obviously a home run. I don't get how that works. I'll never understand the math on that. But that inning, I was like, holy shit, Kevin Gossman finally has run support where he can at least have a little bit of wiggle room to give up runs. That was awesome. The Vladdy home run, the Belt home run, the Kiermaier home run. I was like, I got my fucking joy back. And then Avery tweets the Jays are back and they start losing. No, I asked the question, are the Jays are back? So that's a little loophole you kind of figured out, huh? That's yes. that's fine. That's fine. Um, but yeah, it, it just it started with a choppy single, then Kiermaier, Belt, Vladdy, and I got my joy back for about half an inning. And then Cal Rowley steps up to the plate and fucking launches off of uh Kevin Gossman. I mean, man, I, I truly just don't get it when this offense is buzzing. For Kevin Gossman, Kevin Gossman doesn't pitch good. When Kevin mm-hmm. Gossman's dialed in, he goes eight, no runs, or one run and gets the loss. 
It's the most confusing fucking thing on the planet, Avery. It really is. Yeah, I was kind of worried about where's Vila was at as well. Wasn't it like three or four ticks down, you said, on Twitter? Yeah, it was, but then he got up to like 96.6 as well. Oh, really? So maybe he was just easing himself back into it, the routine, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I know. Like, he was throwing fastballs at 80 to start. And, or, sorry, <laughs> 90 to start the game. Yeah. It was like, oh, no. And then he struck out two or three in the first inning, and he was just back. Um, but those home runs, no, usually – it's like 90 miles an hour, like 22 plus degrees. Got a good chance to leave the yard if you're yeah. pulling it. So funny to see. I think it was under 90 miles an hour, some of them as well. Um, but no, just very, very weird game again. And it was fun. It was really fun for a bit. And then and then Nate, Jer's boy. I, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, boys. I'm out on Nate Pearson. Why? He's he's ass. I'm sorry. I listen. I could be biased, like, or maybe it's just recently biased. But this motherfucker, get you give up four runs, bro. Your team has a massive lead. They put up insane crooked numbers, and this motherfucker gives up four nukes. And listen, I don't know if it's him or I don't know what it is. Maybe Avery could talk me out of this or whoever. But like. <laughs> Why is he not throwing his fastball? Like, why are we trying to work in off-speed stuff now? Am I wrong with that, Avery? If you look at his savant here for this game, I'm trying to find it, but I, I don't know how to find this. Um, It's not. He threw 10 fastballs, six curveballs. What do you want from him? He took out one of his whole pitches completely. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe Okay, maybe I just uh, I saw it on Twitter and I got uh, fired me up about it. But it's just like, you can't be... <laughs> He's been pretty shaky, and obviously he got sent down for a reason because he was very shaky. Um, but like, for you, a four spot, bro, a four spot, like you can't, you can't. That's like the only thing you don't do in that situation. Just uh, if he gives up one or two and just shakes it off, whatever. He got his dick shoved in. Like that was the most frustrating game ever. I really thought they were just gonna beat the brakes off of them when they just hit. They hit fucking a thousand home runs, and then you give up five runs in the bottom of the seventh. Like that, that had to be one of the most frustrating games of the year, Avery. It really did. Like just the, the offensive outburst from everyone in the lineup, Calvin Biggio was buzzing. Everyone's on the loose. And then your, your pitching staff, like Nate fucking Pearson gives up five in the bottom of the seventh. That's it's how we've perceived blue Jays baseball being, um, when the bats work, the pitching fucking sucks. Pitching's good. Can't hit worth a shit. And that's, that's where you get to sadly. I I don't know if I could say it's the most frustrating game for me. I was kind of – it was on the TV. I was drinking, celebrating uh, one of my buddy's birthdays, so I was watching the game, but I wasn't as tuned in. If I was on stream watching every single pitch just how it was, I think it, it might be up there. But, but there was – I hadn't had that little bit of fun in a while, Johnny, in that inning. That was awesome. Oh, dude. Because I was watching it at the park. I was streaming it on 5TV, so I was just getting these texts or, like, these tweets from people, like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, like, just consecutive texts. And I was like, what's going on here? Because I was obviously delayed, and it was just home run, single, home run, home run. I was like, this fucking rules. Yeah, This is 2021 Blue Jays baseball on my uh, television right now, so... We'll always have that top of that inning. We'll always have that. They can't take that away from us. Teoscar ended up taking it away from us. But, Nate, dude, we're giving up RBI singles to Colton Wong, dude. Colton <laughs> Wong, the dude hitting 130. We're giving up singles to this dude? 
it's just, I don't know, man. It's like, Nate, like we expect you to be a dog here. And your last couple appearances have just been absolutely fucking terrible. Um, not great. That game was the most frustrating because then it just it starts the oh the blow pen this that that game was a product of the bullpen being overused the entire year. In my honest opinion, that game was that that's what that was. The bullpen being overused, you have to just you had to use all the big dogs Friday. Like you had to use Swanee, you had to use fucking Romano. I think Trevor Richards might have thrown. I don't remember. They didn't throw Mesa for some reason. Again, John Schneider, dumb, dumb as dumb as a box and nails. And then Saturday, you have to throw like the mid-tier guys, like the not the really high leverage guys, like Nate, all those guys, and they fumble the fucking bag, obviously. So that's a product of the bullpen being bad. But I will say this though, of like the bullpen being overused. Jay Jackson continues to shine though, Avery. Every single time this guy gets, we talked about this last podcast. He pitches again this weekend, obviously in a, a, a high leverage situation. Obviously, like I said, he goes one inning, one run, ERA down to 0.75. But he threw Jimmy Garcia in back to back games, and Jimmy blew it in back to back games, giving up runs. Where are we at here with Jimmy Garcia, Avery? Because he had that little insanity run where he went 12 innings, no runs. He looked like the old Jimmy Garcia. Where are we at now with this guy? He can't be trusted in high leverage for right now, huh? Right? Sure. It's, not, it's just kind of where we're at uh, with Jimmy. If we're going to go up and down like this, it's not going to be one of his one of his better years. So now we're looking to the splits. Like July, still 216 ERA, 0.96 whip. Best month of the season. Um, does suck kind of how it's happened, though. Um, Friday and then Saturday as well with Jimmy. So I don't know where I'm at with Jimmy. I'm fine with him. Um, he is a horrible away pitcher. He has a six ERA on the on the road, 310 at home. Keep him in Toronto. Just option option him, DFA him when he's uh, – or send him down when he, and just keep him in Toronto, man. That might have to be it, but – he I has like six ten day game ERA, three oh five night game ERA. He only pitch him in the night. Only pitch him in the night. But like I'm saying, man, I don't know how you justify sending a guy like Jay Jackson down now. I really don't. A guy with a point seven five. I think it showed where the organization is at with Jay Jackson with Nate being sent down. Okay, mm-hmm. it's a good point. It's a really good point, Ava. Yeah, actually, it's a great point. And by the way, Chad Green up to ninety six. Wow, I thought he was um, ninety four nine. Oh. Okay. I thought no, I thought it was ninety five nine. Maybe I was wrong. When's he? When's he slated? He won't be back for a while, probably. I think it's probably like twenty or thirty days, right, Avery? Something like that. He only threw one inning. He opened. He threw ten pitches. Um. So yeah, they're they're really easing him back into it. But that's a guy that's going to be a massive piece if he could just have Mm -hmm. at least lights of what he was like. Uh. During his Yankees days, that'll be an awesome pickup. Uh, like a trade deadline acquisition that takes off the weight of guys like Swanson, Romano, Garcia, all these guys. So I'm excited for Chad Green to get back. But the bats there are awesome. And a guy that we got to continue to talk about is a guy with a 128 weighted runs created plus. Shout out YJs for tweeting it. Brandon Belt, what a signing from Ross Atkins. I know we chirp Ross Atkins for some other stuff, but has Brandon Belt, and if we did, if we did an award show right now, has he been the most surprising player on this team this year, you think? Of just like the success that he's had? Or, or not nah, Trevor Richards, probably, right? Yeah. But if we go but if we go through hitters. He wins an award, that's for sure. But yeah, biggest cock. We were pretty <laughs> we were pretty high on him coming into the season. Yeah, because he had success before he had that like the injury problems that year. I mean, a 128 weighted runs creator plus, he gives you great defense. Um 
I love Brandon Belt. I love the cock. I'm all in on him. Uh, and uh, yeah, it just it's he's the best. He's, he's been a very very good signing, and they, if you think of him personality wise, he kind of fits perfectly with what they needed because he's not total serious guy. That's a dickhead with some of the younger core. Yeah, but he's been there. He's won. Um, kind of seems like the perfect fit for how this has been, and he's he's playing for free pretty much, which is nice on the. Uh, non-existent salary cap in the league yeah nine million that he makes uh yeah he's it, he's all time but yeah obviously that brandon belt home run fucking ruled and uh let's go into today's game man they almost fucked that again today yeah and honestly we like in our group chat we just kept saying like oh it's over like they're they're, they're gonna this is gonna be heartbreak isn't it uh manoa looked I know the walks and all that type of stuff but his slider looked incredible I think he had eight swings and misses on his slider which led th- this year on whiffs outside of the zone or whatever it was. Am I wrong on that, Avery? No, we can go through this stat if you'd like. Okay, pull it up. Okay, let's go. Alec Manoa swinging strikes on his slider for every start in 2023. Okay, this is what I saw. Yeah. Two, four, four, two, six, four, zero, zero, three, three, five, three, two, four, three. Today, he had eight. So it's starting to show life. It's starting yeah. to show life. There are signs of life on Alec Manoa's slider. I will say this, though. That ball he pitched to Mike Ford. <laughs> Ford Z. Was one of the most insane pitches I have ever seen. In my, it, it couldn't have been more middle-middle. <laughs> That's what like they a, call, like, college yeah, that was just the definition of a cock shot. Mike Ford hit it 107.9 out in every single stadium in baseball. <laughs> um, just shot on. Absolutely shot on. But honestly, man, he was giving up some decently hard contact, though, which is a little bit scary still. It's not, but it's not different. That's why all the numbers didn't like Alec Manoa from last year going to this year because he gave up hard contact. Okay. Yeah, because he gave up a fly up to fly out to Tay Oscar a one oh three point nine that should have been out. Um I think it hit like the end of the warning track, maybe at an expecting batting average of four ninety. Uh yeah, no, it's um it's good to see him get whiffs on that slider because when that slider's on, we remember it last year. Obviously, it wasn't a long time ago. It's an unreal pitch that people just can't hit. They can't get a read on it. So him kind of slowly getting that back and a little bit locating fastballs. And uh, honestly, Abe, seeing strikeouts from him is just something that's just not like an adjustment for us. Because this year, he was never a strikeout guy. Like, last game, he had zero. The year before, the game before that, I think he had like three or four against the Tigers. And this game, he had six. So, um, it's, there is some positive, like, positive progress here from Alec Manoa. And I hope next start, he can kind of build off that when he faces the Angels. Because, I mean... Again, a very like a very weak team. So uh, interesting little thing here. I'm seeing he barely threw a sinker. They took it. They they uh, pistol Pete gas to sinker. Yeah, it's looking like it. So he threw last year. He threw his fastball. Where's the percentage here? Oh, I can't do that math by myself. Last year he threw his forcing fastball 35.8 percent of the time. Um, so far this season he's thrown a sinker most often. I guess sinker was his third most used pitch last year. And then he just started throwing a ton of sinkers this year. It's his most used pitch. And this start, he just went totally away from throwing the sinker that often. Um, he went 
34% four-seam fastballs, 37% sliders, 16% sinkers. Okay. All right. Like so there's, I said, a t- there's a tangible change into what he's throwing. I hope this, obviously, as a Jays fan, I hope this continues. Because when Alec Manoa is good, it is fucking electric to see. And having him go um, after Gossman in between or Kikuchi and Gossman and then him back to back to back is not a bad one, two, three. Um, especially with how Kikuchi has been as of late. Kikuchi's and Gossman going back to back. I just, like I said, I, I don't understand the, pull, the the quick triggers on John Schneider. I mean, he pulled Gossman yesterday at 87. That um, might just be a look injury thing, maybe. Okay. Thing. That might another interesting thing about the slider is um, a lot less horizontal break and a, and more vertical break on the pitch. Led to so explain else. that to me like I'm five. What does that mean? Um, he threw it slower, so the pitch drops more down instead of goes left to right instead of going hard left to right. We'll see. I mean, listen. I don't want to do a look ahead spot, but I'm pretty sure it's Otani versus uh, Manoa on Friday. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, or actually, wait a second, because the Jays have an off day Thursday. It'll be Gossman versus Otani on Friday. That that's a matchup right there, folks. That'll be a good Friday beer stream. That'll be yep. a great Friday beer stream. But yeah, today's game was obviously again non situational hitting, bases loaded, double play ball from Springer. Kirk did it again. Oh my Kirk God. did it again. The double play ball, dude. I he doesn't even I, get onto the TV screen by the time he gets thrown out on double plays. It's bad, dude. It's bad. I I and Espinal came through, bro. I mean, I, I didn't want the Espinal at bat. Obviously, I wanted Luplo again against Saucedo, who I think Luplo would have mashed off of based on the fact that he's a contact hitter, uh, or contact pitcher. But uh don't understand that as well, obviously. But you got to give your flowers to Santiago Espinal came through. I just, we got to have like, I, I know obviously a lot of people aren't going to like this, but I don't know what's going on with George Springer, man. With the bases loaded this year, Avery, I don't know if you saw this stat. Did you see the stat? Nope. He's one for 11 this year with bases loaded. Not great, dude. Oh, the lights are too bright. Yeah, the lights are way too bright. He's hitting 172 in his last seven. He's five for his last 30. Um, sorry, five for his last 29. I mean, he's struggling at the plate right now, man. I'm I'm not going to be that idiot that says take him out of the leadoff spot because that's just fucking dumb. Because he'll show that they'll never do that. Yeah, and 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 sooner or later, you know, obviously he'll figure that out. But um, yeah, no, it's just I, I don't know what's going on with Georgie boy, man. I really don't. He's he's really been struggling at the plate, and a guy who I can like, who Jays fans could usually rely on to be clutch, is really struggling at the plate. I mean, bases loaded again today, grounds out to the pitcher. Uh, double play ball to the pitcher, and then Kirky double play ball. It's just this team can't even have you enjoy wins, Avery. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they'll win like they did today, but but we're just ass the entire game. You know what I mean? It's just I I don't get it. And then I was fi- you- I'm fine. I I was fine with today's win. It needed to happen desperately. But I will say this though: my Vladdy 20 home run second half take could not be aging better. He has okay. four. He already has four in let's a week. Look at it, let's look at this as, from a clear-eyed view. You're taking one a generational hitting talent and saying he's going to hit a lot of home runs. 20 home runs in 70 games <laughs> is, is crazy no matter who it is. 100%. 100%. That's just like saying Garrett Cole's going to strike out a lot of people. Now you're trying to downplay it. You said it was a hot take when I said 20's it. A lo- yeah. I thought the number was a lot. 
I think he does it though. Now I would love for him to do it as well. Cause then he'll just, it'll make his numbers look insane. Cause then he'll be at like 30 something home runs, 32, 33 home runs this year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It'll definitely make the numbers look a little bit different. Rogers won't like that maybe for, for when they have to pay him. But uh, yeah. And another guy we got to talk about, man, is Boba Shett. Um, this dude is struggling, struggling right now at the plate. Um, Give us the last sh- last 10 games, Johnny. Do your splits. Should I do my splits? The Johnny splits? Last seven games here? Let's pull this up. Um, oh, this is bad. He's five for 28 as well. Him, so him and Springer are both hitting below 180 in the last seven games. And that's the top of your order, guys, man. He's hitting 260 in his last 15. Uh, he's slugging 179 in his last seven. And this series, he went 0 for 15, 0 for 14 this series. This offense goes when he goes, man. And it's kind of crazy they put up an eight spot yesterday when he went 0 for. Because usually he's the guy that's kick-starting that. Um, I know he'll figure it out, obviously. It's just like one of these weird slumps that baseball has. But it's just crazy to see a hitter as good as him go through a slump like this. Because he's usually not like this. I mean, even last year when he was struggling, he wasn't really struggling, struggling. I know they moved him down on the order and all that type of stuff. But he's still a good hitter. He's on his at bats right now are just really unserious. I don't know if what he's doing. He's maybe pressing, or I don't know what it is. But you know, a five hit game will probably come from our guy soon. Yeah, you know it's going to come. That's exactly and, what's going to happen. Yeah, he's he's just been uh, not. He yeah, he just hasn't been great. But we got to talk about Tim Mesa though, boys. <laughs> the, is is this a hot take to say he's one of the best left handed relievers in baseball right now? I wouldn't even know who he'd go up against. But fuck yeah, he's good. He's super underrated for the league. Like, like not a lot of American baseball fan, casual baseball fans probably know who Tim Mays is. His ERA is one Oh seven and he's wow. pitched a lot of innings. Like that's, that's ridiculous. That's very good. That's absurd. Like Tim Mesa has truly been one of the best relievers. And honestly, I would say I trust him the most out of the bullpen. Is that a hot take? I, I really don't think it is. I mean, let's look at Tim Mesa's stats right now this year. 45 games he's pitched, 33 innings, 107 ERA, 104 whip, opponent average of 234, 34 strikeouts in 33 innings, so over a strikeout an inning, 13 holds, two saves or one save. He's been, I mean, he's been the best pitcher in this bullpen right now. He really is. Obviously, Swanee as well, but Tim Mesa has really ever given us heartbreak this year, has he? I don't think he has. He has one loss. Other than that, he's been perfectly fine this year. So, shout out to Timmy Mazin, man. I can't of, believe I'm uh, even saying this. Okay, I did. Of relief, I've left-handed relievers who've thrown more than 25 innings. Tim Mesa has the lowest ERA in Next all of baseball. Up, all of baseball. Josh Hader, Brandon Bernardino, Taylor Rogers, Jose Alvarado are next. Okay, so that that's good company to be in for Tim Mesa, and that's a a reliever that. Is obviously on team friendly. You're not you're not paying this guy a lot. This is a guy that showed the fuck up for this team, man. So shout out Tim Mesa, bro. Ser- like what a turn of events for this guy. Um, and if you, honestly- go, if you go weighted on base average, he's sixth best left-handed reliever in baseball, behind Josh Hader, Will Smith, Arola Chapman, Tyler. Uh, who the fuck Holden? I don't even know who that is. And Tom Cosgrove. Tom Cosgrove's nasty. Um, yeah. Shout out to Mesa. Got the win today. Obviously improved his record to 2-1. and one. I know record doesn't count, but for a reliever like that, where his stats are so good, it's good to have at least a positive record. So shout out to Mesa. And uh, the Romano again today, man. I, I, I 
if he would have blown that today, I don't know what I would have done, Avery. Like he he tried his hardest to blow that. Yep. Second and third, one out. <laughs> yep. It the him and Swanee, the outings don't start. Swanee came in with his outing starting though, with the two runners on base. Yeah, and he so. shoved. Romano hitting the first guy of the of his outing and then walking the second. Yeah. Just <laughs> I, I couldn't believe like the walk off home run was gonna hit so hard there, but thank <laughs> God did it, man. Eugenio Suarez is so bad. I I, I oh, <laughs> that guy sucks. Do you remember oh. when he when he dyed his hair half blonde? Yes, it was like half and half. Yeah, that was that was a crazy visual. Uh, an absolute crazy visual insane visual but yeah listen i mean a good listen a good a a good taste in your mouth winning a game the last game of the series just like it was for the padre series it just we can't be losing series like this to against bad teams like call it what it is they suck the fucking mariners suck all right like they're they're not good so we can't be losing series like that, man. It's just so goddamn annoying, man. But anyways, let's go into listener questions. I mean, we're on to the Dodgers, as the kids say. We're on to the Dodgers. Dodgers. Uh, someone wants to know if we're investing into some intro, outro music for the podcast. Yes. Um, that is true. We should get uh, our guys local... doing it. My guy's doing it for us. One is of he the actually Blue like Jays... a band? Yeah, one of the Blue Jays burner accounts. He made a Dr. Internet soundtrack that slaps. <laughs> I wanted to use that. That song goes crazy. Uh, it's we should uh, have a big grand revealing. Like, it's you know, Wallow. We his go. Twitter name's Wallow K. Sure, it's it's a, the guy who pronounces his name Mike, but it's spelled M Y Q. Yeah, he he's making it for us. He made a Doctor Internet one. He sent it to me, and it slaps. So I, I listened to it. Too. Yeah, it awesome. this one. This is going to be a good one. He he actually DM'd me a couple days ago, and he was like, uh, "Just wanted to send you an update that I've been working on it, but it doesn't quite bang yet, and I will not be done until it does. So you know, this is going to be a banger." Um, I'm excited to announce on Friday beers like between like the fourth and fifth. Inning. Yeah, we should just you know? have it playing like we would play it for the people. Like, our I know new it's gonna be song. good, but I wish it was like really bad and we just played it every episode. <laughs> no, the official like, official one used to slap actually. Just like, uh, what is this? It's like this is the intro for the gate 14 podcast. Yeah, I we need it to be a good one. I, I'm excited for it because then we can kind of get away with like doing like a intro to the YouTube where it's just funny clips of us that we have with song in the background that our guy, uh, our guy Judah can make. So it's gonna slop. I'm excited for it. Keep keep working on that thing, King. Um, someone wants to know if you chickened out of the spelling bee challenge, Johnny. Oh, I forgot to do that. So Jr. could be the third party here. Jr. Should the next Avery versus Johnny event be a spelling bee? I feel like that'd be the funniest. What are the options? Like you it's any really just anything. Options. Like a, a any spelling sport. bee. A spelling bee would be funny and make it like you could even make it sports themed or whatever. Well, the owner's box trivia channel is doing a spelling bee this week as well okay i don't want to so, copy them so i'm out well on i'll thing. be running that spelling bee so i won't be in it so you oh, know, okay. spelling bee, spelling bee would be funny i still remember when i was in grade four and i went up and and i was so fucking confident and i got it wrong the first try like it's <laughs> it, it gets in your head man i'm telling you but you guys wouldn't last long like i think it would you would have oh, the, to the one that i'm setting up for the owner's box one is you have 15 words to spell and you'll see who comes first place because I 15 know that, words oh yeah it's gonna be a long video oh my god remember we were gonna we were actually gonna do a 
pronunciation spelling bee. Oh, you have to I would the name fuck the right that way. up. But then I we, would. but then we kind of talked about it. We're like, is this like? Bad? I feel like it should be a sport, though, Aver. I think we should do tennis. A tennis video would be funny. I yeah, tennis would be good. Pickleball would be good. Pickleball that... would be easier to film. Yeah. No, I think tennis would be pretty decent. You call the ins and outs. Sure. Yeah. Call your own in and outs. Yeah, that'd be funny. Or you shit. guys should go play like squash. Because we can have two camera guys. Because Chris and uh, Judah both have the same camera, so like we can get away with like doing like we can have one guy at each side of the court and stuff like that. It would be a funny vlog. I think we should mm-hmm. do tennis. I think tennis should be next. All the listeners respond in the comments below, but I think tennis should be the next one. Yeah. I mean, I definitely suck at tennis, so that would be awesome. Um, is a loony dog a sandwich? No. It's why sandwich. is that even a debate? Why why do people try to make that a debate? What what, what are we doing here? Why? Yeah, it's, it's a hot dog, right? And by the way, Looney Dogs are the most disgusting things on what? the planet. I can't, dude. That? After we had that day where I just went dummy zone on those, I can't eat them anymore. It's actually stupid how much I could eat if I wanted to. I I mucked like four hot dogs today. And it just Can't felt good. It. I did 10 in like 12 minutes a couple weeks ago for work. And then I threw them all up, but that's fine. Okay, here, here's a stat. Here's a Springer stat that I just got pulled up from uh, James and Tio. Springer has had multiple runners on base 58 times this year. He has as many total bases as grounded into double plays. Yep. Jesus fucking Christ. Not great. Not great at all. Anyways, what's the next thing, Avery? Um, They want to know what the outcome of a Johnny versus Avery UFC fight would be. I got the stamina, but I don't know if I have the strength. Uh, No, I definitely have the strength. I mean, we could do it. I mean, mattress and... I I tested my reach. I have, like, below my height reach. Okay. I have great reach. I have long arms. I got T-Rex arms. Okay. Um, So I would dog walk you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> how electric would it be though like if you had a buddy i always want like thought about this if you had a buddy who fought like just getting hammered with the boys and going watching them fight like how electric would that be that'd be really cool like just we need to get in and on just it. be like let's fucking do it and then just go to a local arena like and watching your buddy fight i mean that would be awesome we need to get in the ground floor of a ufc fighter yeah we do like it just become like randomly his yeah, like go diehard fans for no reason. Yeah, know. like like he's gonna fight at the Powerade Center once every four months, but that's we're there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're there. We actually might have to get him before he even gets to the Powerade Center. That's how local this guy's gonna be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the next one? Eh? Nothing. That's it. Yeah. So let's go into the Dodgers series, man. Jr. I can't believe you're not going to any of the games, bro. They're actually like. There's actually was like two opportunities to go to the game because are you kidding there's, me? There's randomly a guy uh from school uh that reached out to me that we're getting drinks Wednesday and we were like thinking of going to the game, but like dude, it's actually like a fucking disaster getting to that field. Like you have to soak like two hundred dollars before you even get into the just go to the, the fucking game. Dude. And then we have we have a guy who we just hired that I could bring to a game for Michigan d3 goalie uh we were talking about potentially going so there was some opportunity well, there. what's stopping you man It'll be a game time decision that's for damn sure you should definitely <laughs> go and just fucking just story up a storm on i actually 14 insta 
it's actually I've noticed that Jays fans travel a lot. There was I've heard a couple people are uh coming down to to LA to go watch the Jays here. Yeah, should have been um, us, man. No, we're, yeah, it, Cincinnati's I mean, going to be so much more electric. Sin City, the Sin City. You guys going to Cincinnati? Like that's your series you picked is just wild. it's well i mean it's seven hours driving distance so there'll be enough jays fans there and it's made in my opinion the nicest ballpark i've been to so i love that stadium and i just love the vibes around it and we're going on a weekend so and maybe the boys curtis and alto are going to tag along we'll see I've, <laughs> I've tried to persuade them but we'll see what happens with that um so i'm gonna go let's go into the pitching matchups man i Avery, do you know who this guy is that's pitching tomorrow for the dodgers grove who is this michael grove like the yeah prospect? i'm like Okay, so it's Barrios versus Grove, Bassett versus Julio Urias, who is terrible this year. Five ERA, which is wild. Kikuchi versus Gonsolin. That's a tough one. But those are two pitchers that are projecting the same, Avery. Kikuchi, 392 ERA. Gosselin, 394. Kind of the same whip. All their all their advanced numbers, I'm making all this up, are the same. Um, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> um, I, I think the Jays lose this series again, 2-1. The Dodgers are fucking insane. Seven and three in their last yeah, 10. Yeah, look good. Seven and three in their last 10. They beat the brakes off of the fucking Rangers this weekend. Um, it's not looking good, bruv. It's not looking good, bruv. But do you know what the Toronto Blue Jays do? They beat good teams like the Braves. And it's so, JR's town. Yeah, and JR's. Yeah, JR's J- going to run this town. They had to check I in with this. JR before it's they. It's like that, uh, whatever that song is. I completely forget it, but I run this fucking town. They had to check in with JR before uh, pulling up. So, yeah, like I wouldn't be surprised if someone, you know, from the Jays, like JR, text you, ask what, you, what you're up to. Well, Lu- yeah, maybe you can like... send Luplo a care package. Oh, yeah, Luplo's your boy. Yeah, Lu- you, you, you and Luplo know each other. Um, yeah, that was number, man. Check in. What? Hey, what's the hey, prediction Luke. here, boys? 2 1, Jays. I think they lose at one too. I I I just I I have no trust in this offense to go toe to toe against the Dodgers offense. I don't. But they'll somehow win it and pull us back in, Avery. That's just what this team does. Fucking does. That's what they do. I don't know. We'll see. Hollywood, Jerry, what do you think? I think. I mean, I I was gonna say we lose two one, but because of my fucking city, I'm gonna say we win two one. Okay. Um. All right. So. Uh, Obviously, happy birthday to my mother. It's her birthday today. She's actually in Nashville all week, just living it up. Happy uh, birthday. Love to see happy birthday, Maria. Happy uh, I will not be Maria. posting pictures of her because last time I did, people said some fucking random shit in the comments, and our listeners are fucked in the head, so I don't want to say anything like that. What uh, the fuck? No, no, like they would just like they'll they'll just say some fucking provocative shit. I just know how our listeners are. Um, so I'm just gonna get ahead of that and nip down the button, not post it. Uh, another thing, so uh <laughs> This is a big week here, man. I mean, like, honestly, this is you're facing the Dodgers who are really good. And you're facing the Angels, who was a team that's battling for a wild card spot. We got to start rallying off wins, boys. We're getting close to August here, fellas. All right. Like, it's crunch time now. It's not early, like Mike Wilner would say. It's not early anymore. It's no. time to just start fucking keep going and firing off and all that type of stuff. So let's have ourselves a week. Let's enjoy the week, everyone. Um, we're going to be streaming obviously more. Uh, it sucks that I'll, we'll be streaming at 10 o'clock PM, but it's a sacrifice I'm willing to make for the brand. Um, and I think once you record our next episode, Avery, cause the, the off day is Thursday. It, yeah. We should we record always... Wednesday at like what? 2 AM. 
when the game's no, done? No, they play an afternoon game, dude. It's perfect. Okay, perfect. All right, I'll record Wednesday episode dropping Thursday. So, uh, as always, man. Uh, by the way, I forgot to tell this funny story. So, Tim Randa, Tyler Randa's dad, who went, went out with us that met Musgrove, he went back to work and was, like, talking to his buddies and told his buddies, like, uh, uh, yeah, I was out with the Gate 14 guys and then Musgrove. And his co-workers, this is, like, for me, that will always be weird to me is, is his co-workers were more interested in him being out with us. Like, they were <laughs> scores, like, what are the Gate 14 guys, like, all this type of stuff. So, it'll never not be weird as having just, like, people coming up to me and all that type of stuff. Or when I go out with, like, Alto has he'll get a text message from his buddy like was that the gate 14 guy it's just it'll never not be crazy so uh <laughs> love the support appreciate you guys like crazy man and uh let's have ourselves a week and next time we talk to you the blue jays will be back at home and we'll be able to go to jays games again so let's have ourselves a week love you guys gate 14 forever dog days of summer are continuing to go